Welcome to State of Wrestling Pop Drop from the Brooklyn Mall. Here the big man. How you doing today? I'm doing well, Brooklyn Mahler. Thank you for having me. Let's let's just start off with the Wild Report. Let me tell you something, Brooklyn Mahler. I know one of the storylines you were watching were Jesse Jones getting close to Americana and her son. And mm-hmm. you were wondering if Jesse Jesse Jones was getting a little soft. Well, going back a week, Jesse Jones was wrestling against your other favorite, BK Rhythm. Okay. And it turns out that Americana's son's favorite rapper is BK Rhythm. Oh, so wow. So Jesse Jones had BK Rhythm in the armbar, uh, Americana's son was begging her not to hurt her. So she let go and got pinned by BK Rhythm. So <laughs> that happened. And this time they're a tag team match against Holiday and uh, the Voodoo Queen against uh, Jesse Jones and Americana. Americana gets on the top rope. She's looking for her son. She gives him the heart sign. And while she's distracted, she gets knocked off the ropes and pinned. So it looks like Jesse Jones and Americana, uh, they're going to have a clash over Americana being distracted by her love for her son. Other ways, um, another big news, next week is going to be the uh, schoolyard brawl between Coach Campanelli and Randy Ravra against the disciplinarian uh, gi jane and samantha smart at ringside so there's going to be a race all kinds of equipment used for school books maybe an overdue library book who knows um aj mendez talked about her injuries uh they were asking her about it and she said her hands go numb consistently sciatica she has a lot of injuries and she's only 35 she's only 35 um but uh you know, it's still going on, but, you know, the Tonga Twins, they want those tag team titles back from your favorite Miami Sweet Heats. And Leia Makoa is trying to get another title shot against Penelope Pink, but Vicky Lynn McCoy, the enforcer of Lana Star's Fabulous Five, or Fabulous Four, is uh, standing in her way, gave her a beatdown last night. But Vicky Lynn McCoy is technically the number one contender for... Penelope Pink, so we'll see what happens with Lana's team. Well, excellent oh, stuff. Finally, uh, the um, Big Rig Betty and her daughter, Holly Swag, they were in jail in Tennessee um, after beating up the guy who helped steal their rig. So they had to call somebody. So the world's greatest lawyer, uh, Lopez, showed up and she's getting them out of jail. But she said, You're going to owe me a favor. Now, Holly Swag and Big Rig Betty, the mother and daughter team, they were in their orange jumpsuits. Very interesting because Sofia Lopez, back in the day, managed the tag team champions, Caged Heat, who wore those prison outfits. So we'll see what happens. I think this could be a callback. So WOW is wow is on fire. Oh, it is. You know what else made a big announcement this week? You know, the AEW, um, they announced Collision Saturday night set on from 8 to 10 p.m. <laughs> um, first of all, what is your thoughts on AEW Collision, um, AEW being on Saturday nights, prime time? What's your thoughts on it initially? My initial thoughts were Saturday is 
kind of interesting time for me. I, I'm fine watching wrestling on a Saturday night. But when they said it was two hours, I was kind of taken aback. That's longer than I thought. I thought it was going to be an hour show. Um, and it's going to be a stacked roster from what everyone's saying. We thought it was going to be CM Punk. We'll still see, but they have some other people, Miro, Thunder Rosa. It's basically people that have a problem working with other people or other people have a problem working with them or they're a bit disenchanted with Tony Khan. And so it's going to be, I mean, two hours is longer than I thought it would be. So that's the first thing that really stood out. Wow. Another two hour show. What, what are your thoughts? Well, they well, a lot of people are saying this is the CM Punk show. So let's start there with CM Punk. Mm-hmm. They say they saying that um CM Punk they saying CM Punk um was initially supposed to um initially supposed to be on the show. Um mm-hmm. and they say he was in the, the announcement, initial announcement, right, read up for um um, from Warner Brothers Discovery, but mm-hmm. then they took him out. So they're saying a lot of things. It's like Fightful, and a lot of people are reporting this PW inside. I'm not sure which source is one of these sources that, that I heard it from. Uh, that um, CM Punk, um, the reason why he's, he hasn't been announced is because he's still a little bit at odds with AEW, and it's over Ace Still. They said Ace Still, um, a number of reports that Ace Still has been hired months ago. But the problem is that Ace, they want Ace still to, you know, they, he working remotely. But he, they, CM Punk want him to work backstage, and a lot of people doesn't want him to work backstage. So that's what they're saying. That's the issue right now is the hold up with the Punk announcement is Ace still. And then not only that, do you notice on Dynamite that Tony Khan announced, when he announced the show on TV to everyone, he, na- he named um, a lot of places that they were going, right? But he didn't initially announce the first place that they was going to be at, which is originally which was a lot of reports saying it was going to be at the United Center in Chicago. There are also reports now stating that they are looking into Delhi's place, the scene of availability of Delhi's place, in fit that they do not get CM Punk because they don't want to run Chicago without CM Punk. This is a mess, big man. What the hell is going on here? I don't know. and But there are some common themes with what you just said with the different reports, right? Apparently, well, one of them is that it's not a go for CM Punk 100% yet. It's not confirmed. Another thing is Ace Steel comes up a lot. The disagreements are, is he working for them under contract but not backstage, or is he not working for them at all? I don't know, but he does come up as kind of the reason for CM Punk's discontent with AEW. Um, One of the benefits of Tony Khan being Shad Khan's son is having a billion dollars. One of the negatives, if you call it a negative, is that it is part of a greater organization. A lot of people behind the Jacksonville Jaguars are involved. I mean, the business side and legal side are involved with AEW. And if they're saying we can't have a steal because we know he bit somebody, he drew blood, and, and there's all kinds of concerns. If they say he can't be in the building, he can't be in the building. Now, if Warner Brothers wants CM Punk there, and a lot of the stories is that a lot of this is Warner Brothers driven, who wouldn't want CM Punk back? But Warner Brothers especially, Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, 
you know uh, who wins in that is it warner brothers discovery or is it the people who really are in charge of the money saying you can't have him in this building for legal reasons i mean what do you do here i mean it's this this is a C, the cm punk saga should have AEW ever signed cm punk this is this is getting to be a little bit ridiculous now um, i think they should I, have yeah we yeah, love because him. but now where we at now is, you know, he had his the brawl out, you know, stuff with the Mindy's, you know, muffins and stuff like that, and the fight and the, and the fight. And they, uh, did you think they blew this out of proportion more than it should have been? Should he have been just? They should have just been went to work the next next Wednesday, and everyone just said get it because when Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart had that, you know, backstage brawl that was reported by the Slammer, you know, back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. they were the working, yeah. right? So, should by them, did you think they made a big deal out of this? Um, because no one filed a police report, right? So, mm-hmm. no one got in trouble for this, right? Legal trouble. So, it was a fight, right? Um, Kenny Omega got bit, Ace still got bit. So, it was three on two. Actually, it was the Young Bucks Omega versus Ace still and Punk, all right? So, he got in the, in the dog, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and so they came looking for him. They are EVPs, remind, mind you. No matter what Punk Punk said, no matter they could have had a meeting, you know, the following day, Monday morning, and, and, and with Tony, Meg, or whatever, whoever was there, and they could have hashed that out instead of turning it to, phys, a phys, to, turn to physicality. So I think everybody blew this whole situation out of proportion. It could have been handled much better. And everybody's wrong in this situation. Maybe Punk, yeah, he, he aired out his grievances. He wasn't happy. So what? They didn't have to come look for him. If they didn't like what he said, they could have had a meeting, which mm-hmm. is what EVP is supposed to do, instead of coming and start looking for him and, and, and starting a problem. What do you think going to happen? You know? Um, I think you're so, right. I think you're right. So, and what, do you, what did you think of Tony Khan not getting up when Chris Jericho told him something just well, went what, down? Well, what should he do? Because I think he should he, have he should have gotten up and gone and, and looked for himself, I mean, and seen well, what was happening. Well, I think Tony Khan, you know, is a little bit – remember, he's new to this, so he don't know how to – anyone that's new to something, when something first happens, they don't know how to handle the situation, mm-hmm. right? So – this is probably the first time something like this has happened in AEW. I mean, AEW is not perfect. They have a lot of problems. Everybody has a lot of problems. We're dealing with a bunch of people. Egos, up, they're going to be problems, especially with a large organization or, or company as, as AEW. You know, it's just the way it is. How you manage it, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, W's, I mean, for all in our life, Arn Anderson allegedly stabbed Sig on his plane ride. Yeah. Yeah. And they still. Literally, and people still. And it's a joke. Him. It's like a joke, right? You know, serious. They yeah. end up working with each other. Like they had a, a fight. Okay, he got bit. They still was a little, you know, he was home hungry. But you know, I, I think that they blew this all out of proportion. I think the wrestling journalists, dirt sheets, whatever you want to call them, blew it out of proportion because they all, they all have a a narrative. They use the narrative of the young bucks, and mm-hmm. that and that's their friends do that but they they are more or less you can hear on the young buck side they want AEW six to see and that's fine and i'm talking about Meltzer and alvarez and, and a lot of other people they want AEW six to see and they should 
But sometimes they take that narrative because they don't like CM Punk. CM Punk don't like them. You know, he tells them he don't like you. You know, and and, and you know, sometimes that hurts their, their 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 pride. These journalists, you know, and so what they do is they use the pen to, to try to use their narrative uh, against Punk, whatever. So you can't really listen to them. You gotta listen to someone that's that's not that doesn't have a dog in the fight, so to speak. Literally, and, right? And um, because they they, they use the narrative as the Bucks and and then the Bucks and Omega and they, and they they saying oh Punk is the the villain and Punk is this and Punk is that. Maybe Punk is all these things. You know, he had the issues in WWE with Triple H, and but some of them was with the when he was hurt and and he filed his grievances against him. And some of them was true. It was true. He was injured. He did have a, they did want him to wrestle. He was tired. And, but he put it to you like this AEW in the United States, the highest gate is with Punk. The highest ratings that they had is with Punk. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it is. But now they just sold just almost like 60,000 60, tickets in the UK. But that's without Punk. That's without even, you can't even say it's without Punk. Because they didn't announce nothing. Who knows? It might be Orange Cassidy in the main event versus <laughs> versus um, um Flip or Del Sol. You never know what the main event going to be. It could you know be. I mean? They wouldn't right. be lying to us if it was because they right. haven't said anything. Right. So you don't know what that. You don't even know what that show is going to be. Is it going to be a TV? Is this a pay per view? What is it? Is this the house show? What is it? You know, they don't even know what it's going to be. You know what? We're talking about it. We've been talking about it. We don't even know if we're going to be able to watch it. <laughs> exactly. We don't know what it is. What is, it? is it a house show? Is it what? What? What is this? You saw all these tickets for for what? And if it's not on TV, boy, oh boy, the, the what they might get. You you never know what you might get out there in the UK. As you long might, as they have beer, they're fine. They <laughs> might have who? As long as they have beer, those crowd, that, those fans will be fine. I'm telling you. I mean, they they gonna have they gonna have um black they gotta have the Blackpool Combat Club. Gotta have them. Uh, Soraya. Gotta have also her. Said some things about Thunder Rosa recently. Okay. Because um, that's another thing, right? You have this Thunder Rosa. People online are like, you know, lay off of Thunder Rosa, and it's just that whole group over there. You have the CM Punk thing, and it kind of makes pro wrestling look bad. Just kind of like what you said, Brooklyn Mahler. It's sports entertainment. On the sports side, we know that there are people who can be difficult but you put up with them because they're the best or they're the ones that they're the straw that stirs the drink as as uh, Reggie Jackson would say. And on the entertainment side of it, I know this sounds hilarious, but my brother, he was in, um, he was in the big apple circus. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to Broadway for a show. And there was a clown who was the biggest clown at big apple circus, who was a horrible person. But if you complained about him, you're the one getting fired. It's about business. And in Broadway, same thing. You have people who their name is on the door for their dressing room. And if you're complaining or going to the press or saying this person isn't a team player, you're the one that's getting fired. You're the one that's immature, you know? And we just see this too much in pro wrestling, you know? I get it. You're not really winning a title. You shouldn't have a huge ego. But just like entertainment, that's the star, and there's stuff you got to put up with, you know. 
Yeah, but is is CM Punk too much of a problem for AEW? Should they just say, you know, wash their hands with him and just say, forget it and just move on? He's the reason I bought all those pay-per-views. And his matches are really some of my favorite matches they've ever had in AEW. I don't know what the alternative really would have looked like. Um, I think... um, I think there is a problem with AEW, and that's that nothing they do, and I and I'm not being, and this may sound like an exaggeration, but it's how I feel. Nothing that happens in the ring is going to be bigger than whether we find out if CM Punk is back or not. Booker T on his show said that CM Punk is is not really there to help AEW out. He's really there for himself. And um, that he, if he was there to help AEW out, he wouldn't have had um, the matches he, he had. And look at it, he beat Darby Allen, and he said Darby Allen hasn't been had any type of, um, you know, uh, momentum since. Um, what's your thoughts on that? A lot of people have beaten Darby Allen, and that hasn't hurt Darby Allen in, in a certain way. I'm not really into this storyline with the four pillars, to be honest. I think that's not doing very much. But I think Booker T, um, look, he's a legend. I mean, people talk about who's the Michael Jordan of pro wrestling, and they'll throw out Stone Cold and Hogan. Booker T is the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, from day one, he was special. From the Ebony Experience to WCW, Harlem Heat, into the U.S. champion, King Booker, like at every level in pro wrestling, he's been elite. And a lot of these superstars can't say that. Not true for Hulk Hogan. Wasn't true for The Rock from day one. But on his show, he he does do a lot of, says a lot of things that, that a lot of fans disagree with. And this is just another one. CM Punk was there to make it the biggest company. And, you know, this idea that you help people by losing to them is the way to do it. I don't agree with that. And I think, you know, Brooklyn Mar, when we were growing up, it wasn't Hulk Hogan, for example, helped people by teaming with them, right? Like Hillbilly Jim was cool because he was friends with Hulk Hogan as well. Um, it's it's not just doing the honors for them. We've seen, I mean, who's helped AEW more? CM Punk or Brian Danielson, who's lost how many times? Well, that's another issue. Brian Danielson, um, well, I think more or less CM Punk because the ratings was high with him. Right. Um, Is Brian Danielson uh, losing to, losing to, um, what's his name and who's in the Garcia? Garcia. Does that help AEW? It didn't help at all because it, they got to watch who, because certain people are not stars. Like certain people, like they push certain people in the AEW that's not good, that cannot be stars, you know they can win here and there, but they can't be stars that's gonna change the face of the company, right? There's only a few people there that can change the face of the company, right? Um, and those some of them are not, and it's they are great wrestlers. Don't get me wrong, they're all great wrestlers. They all can have a good independent match. Here and then, a five star match with P- at PWG, or, or you know that they must have raves about. But it's all about they can, all, they can all go on NXT and have a great match, right? right. But it's all about character. As again, it's character development and and charisma. And, and do you care about that person? 
You know, by the I mean? way, that that CM Punk and Darby Allen match from that pay per view was my favorite match of that night. That was a great match. Nobody thought less of Darby Allen for losing that match. I I think the wrong I think what's wrong with AEW is, and I hate to say this, but I'm gonna always say is that they have they they have their their I'm gonna use video game reference the wrestlers that's an overall 99. They're mm-hmm. having a two for nail fight with a wrestler that's 95. They're having a a two for nail fight with a wrestler that's 70. Like mm-hmm. like no way in the world Brian Danielson should have a a two for nail match with Lee Moriarty, right. you know. Or with, um, uh, with Utah, you know, or you know, or should, or you know, you get what I mean? These guys like Flago sells so shouldn't have a great match. Like these guys, they yeah, they do nice high flying moves and stuff like that. Like Band, like um Bandito, Bandito losing a bunch of times. You know what I'm saying? They just come in high flight, and then you don't care about them. And then everybody that's first debuts, they, they loses, they lose. Like Bandito, he comes out, he loses. We don't care about him no more because he done lost to Trish Jeff. First time I saw him, he lost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what happened with Andrade, El Idolo. You know, that's what mm-hmm. happened with Roosh. Roosh was Ring of Honor champion. He didn't get treated like Ring of Honor champion. You know what I mean? He lost. No, he, he didn't. He, he got he, – they didn't care about him. Look at Big Bill. Big Bill came off one of the, his best uh, runs ever in Impact Wrestling. Was And look at him now. Like he's a big bill can make things happen. Look what they did to Wardlow. Wardlow was full of fire. Help fans going crazy for him. What happened? What happened? They messed him up. You they know, really him MJF up. fought though because MJF made it all about him, and no one says nothing about that. They talk about CM Punk. They don't care about MJF. Talking about he's leaving and he's having and and he's made a plane ticket and Fight Food was a part of that. Russ John Russ Sapp and they and he he he. he Purchase a ticket. He's leaving. He might not even show up. He shows up and gets squashed. But guess what? He's the champion now. And look, where Warlow is at? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they. how did they screw that up with Warlow? Warlow could have been the next big thing in, in wrestling. But nope. MJF said, All right, if I got to lose, he won, but he actually lost. You know? Warlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. Look at Hobbs. Another person they had. Look at Miro. Where he at? You messed him up. Mm-hmm. Look at people that they they look at ramp. Just look at rampage. The the people they put they put on rampage. Like what is what is this? What are you doing? These people are not going to make a difference in your on on your in your company on television. They're not. They're glorified jobbers. If in the whole grand scheme of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong, mm-hmm. big man, for saying this? I sound harsh, but am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. And I thought about it for a moment, but you're not wrong. And and when they announced one of those Bandito matches that everybody knew, he, no, Roosh, a, a match with Roosh that everybody knew he was going to lose, a lot of the AEW super fans were just writing, who cares? It's going to be a banger. And that's, you know, what you see online. Who cares? Who cares who wins? It's going to be a banger. Brooklyn Mahler, we could close our eyes and pretty much see what's going to happen in these matches now. I mean, there's only yeah. so much people can do. It's it's the same. And it does matter. Now, I get it. If you're Bandito or if you're Roosh and Tony Khan offers you this guaranteed contract, 
And by the way, your first match is going to open Dynamite on TNT, and you're against Orange Cassidy, one of our most over people, and I'm going to give you 15 minutes. That sounds really good, whether you win or lose. But, but that, it doesn't get better after that. It just keeps you know what that happening. Is, you know what that is, Big Man? I'm sorry about that. But you know, yeah. you know that, that mindset is? That is an independent mindset. Yes, mm-hmm. I show up to the, the show. Yes, I'm going to have a 15-minute match. I'm going to have a back-and-forth match. I get paid, and I get to go home. You cannot have that on regular TV because we don't care. You got to come back next week. And why pe- you got to make people care about you on mm-hmm. TV. And, and yeah, it's a, a small indie crowd of 200 people. If that, yeah, they, they, they are hardcore 200 people scaring your name. And, yes, this is awesome. But not to a grand scheme of audience. Their audience is 880,000 people. Do 800,000 people going to care about you? Like Vikingo. Vikingo, Kenny Omega. I didn't, people were like, oh, I'm excited about this. I wasn't because I don't care what all these moves that he was doing. I knew he was going to lose at the end of the day because right. he's because he's just his first match on Dynamite and Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega's not losing and 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 the the and what the the track record of AEW shows people that comes there they lose mm-hmm. you know you win and they keep doing that following that same format and yeah Vikingo did nice moves and all that stuff that's cool but Flago Del Sol does it too Camacho Commander does too. You know, all these guys, AR Fox does the same thing too. Mm-hmm. They are, uh, Dante Martin does the same thing too. What's the difference? They all yeah, can do like, top flying moves. It's Fly- like NXT, right? It's there's no dis there's no distinction between why somebody wins and why somebody loses because every match is like tooth and nail. And I guess the people who lose every week are just unlucky and don't know it. And I think we mentioned last time that you know, there was when AEW started, it was like, man, I got to make sure I turn it on right when it starts. Now, who cares? You know, the first match is going to be Orange Cassidy and he's going to win whomever it's in the ring with. And mm-hmm. it's going to be 15 minutes. So you can turn on AEW. It's it's almost like the old 605 TBS. You turn it on at 820. You're fine. You know, yeah. you didn't miss anything. Yeah, and that's another thing. See, with Orange Cassidy is a transcendent star, and what they're doing is they're not treating him as such. He does mm-hmm. they don't they don't put him to for they don't do no extra character development for him, and he's over. And he could be and I, like I said, he can be on those them Nickelodeon shows. He could be he, he could do a lot. He, he he could do a lot of stuff. He could put him in movies. You know, he could do a lot of stuff with this guy. And just not pinning everybody who shouldn't be losing every single week. But, but it's not that big, man. It's they doing it meaningless feuds. Like he's just coming out every day. He got a belt that nobody really cares about. Right. right? And he the just, people, by the way, he beat Big Bill in a tag team match. Why is it if Big Bill lost again with Lee Moriarty in a tag team match with Orange Cassidy? And I don't remember who the other person was, but it's like, so Big Bill loses again in a tag team match against people who aren't even in a tag team. Like, it right. just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. A lot of things for AEW don't make sense. But, I mean, the people, the the, the, in, the, the internet people love indie wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. They cannot have an indie wrestling show on TV. It doesn't work. 
That's so well said, what you just said, because indie wrestling is about the environment and it's about the electricity in the room. And it doesn't really carry over onto television, does it? With a big it doesn't. Now, WWE has bad shows too. Don't get me wrong, because no we'll one's is perfect. Yeah. yeah, no one's perfect, right? And right. it's just wrestling, booking, uh, and everywhere, right? That's just the way it is. But AEW booked for a niche crowd, and and they haven't grown their audience yet, and it's been on for three years, you know. But they're doing well enough that they want to give them another show. Like it's, they it's start, hard. they're only like two hundred thousand behind WWE, and it's like that's sad, you know, for the wrestling so world. You know, so it is, and the, it's not like they don't have talent. They have a bunch of talent, and I think what they should have done, we should have never bought Ring of Honor, and he should have influxed the Ring of Honor talent into AEW, and that's what I think he should do. Um, because you, you, you're doing it with Mark Briscoe, right? Mark Briscoe is on AEW television, right? Mm -hmm. Just do away with Ring of Honor. Now you got two shows, and I'm jumping around, but did you hear about they no, trying to be on WWE with a brand split? Like, they're having, like, SmackDown and Raw, they have the Dynamite and the Collision. You know, that's what they're trying to have now. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. And I think kind of the impetus really was people not wanting to work together, too. I mean, it's... What kind it's, of stuff um, is this thing, man? Who they don't want to work with? The elite. Punk and the Elite and Thunder Rosa and basically everybody who's friends with, you know, Soraya and, and Britt Baker and all these people. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous, because let's be honest, when you hear women's champion in AEW, most people, to me, think of Jade Cargill. Right. Like, it's Jade Cargill. So why you're mad at Thunder Rosa because she wouldn't drop the because Tony didn't want her to drop the title. Be mad that there's a TBS champion who's really the face of AEW. She's yeah. like she you can't not look at her. You know, she is incredible. Yes. You you want me and I'm sorry, I know you love Jamie Hayter, but if you the two of them are standing next to each other, who are you looking at? It's Jade. Whose but... picture do you want a selfie with or whose autograph do you want? It's Jade Cargill. Right. I mean, she's a star. And she's a star, but she might not have, she's not an AEW wrestler. She's more of a WWE wrestler because she's like a WWE, a world class championship wrestling, right. Mid South. She's a, it's a fight. Like, it's an athletic contest when she's in right. there, even if it's messed up. You're right. right. You're right. She's not an AEW wrestler. She can't, she's not going to, be able to go do those all of them. But then again, who can in AEW in the women's division anyway? A bomb burn of a match. Only a few people can. I mean, Britt Baker and, and, and Dunder Rosa don't like each other, but they have great matches together. The best, the best match, the best women's match AEW has had, which was also one of their best matches of the year when it happened, was Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa. Yes. And where is she? I have no idea. I've been Googling what's going on with Serena Deeb. Is she injured? Nothing's coming up. Nothing's coming up. Look, she might uh, well, have said, forget this. <laughs> right. Well, uh, so, I mean, I mean, AEW, you can break, I mean, you could get Miro and um, Andrade El Elo on the same show with Powerhouse, mm -hmm. the Punk crew versus the Elite crew, and it's, it's messed up that you gotta come to this, and it's like, 
why are you having a brand split? That's number one. And you have all these people that you put under contract for about five years. I think they contract is they, they Tony signs them to, mm-hmm. right? He don't release anyone, right? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't. So you know now he, he, he normally puts you in purgatory, which is on dock or somewhere. And he does, uh, that, and, he does that in football. I mean, when right. players for the Jaguars have had issues, it's like not until you're not being released until we get equal or greater compensation. You know. Right. So let's say collision have. Let's say I'm I'm under the impression. Well, let me ask you: Do they should they bring back Ace still if that's a deal breaker with Punk? Because Tony Khan hasn't let, or the legal department hasn't let people talk about what happened. Uh-huh. Like the Young Bucks keep saying that we're not allowed to say what really happened. All I until I hear otherwise, my answer would be yes. Bring back Ace Steel. I think. You know, look, he's a wrestler. My expectations for him are not the highest. And I know that sounds elitist, but I'm being real. He's an older type of wrestler who has issues. And, you know, if you have to watch him or de-escalate him, look, if he's a mad dog, I don't, I think we know what's going to happen if people barge into his room, right? In a charged emotional state. So, yeah, I would bring back him if it makes CM Punk happy. You? Um, I guess so. I mean, and then, and then we'll get sued when something else happens. But hey, you go out in a blaze of glory. Well, right? they get sued for what happened before because the elite came in their room and they people got hurt in the fight and soon. Right, just based on what we know, and also CM Punk's dog getting hurt is kind of a big deal. Right? Yeah, Larry. Yeah, his tooth. It's a dog. That's like all they got. <laughs> right. They have teeth. Exactly. That's how they, you know. But. Look, I'm just saying, you know, when he goes home at night, when he's in AEW and AJ Mendez comes home and they're talking about their day, her day at WOW is probably much better than whatever is going on in AEW. AEW is AEW right now is it's it, I mean, it sounds like everyone's happy backstage now. Um is that their job to be happy backstage or is it their job for us to be happy watching I, no, they want it. They want it to be happy. Yeah, you're and, right. Um, That's their priority to have their wrestling utopia backstage. Yeah. Right. Gonna be, you know, remember it's named after Elite anyway, all Elite. So it's, it's named after them. So, so I guess, you know, I don't know who got who has the copyrights to that. Tony. I'll look it up while we're talking. All Elite, or what should I look up? Because. Because can the Young Bucks, if, if he was the release of Young Bucks, can they sue him and say you can't use the Elite no more? Because they don't say it's it's after all Elite wrestling is after is named after them, the Elite. They, well, because the they, Elite is them. Uh, have to be specifically to wrestling because there's tons of the Elite all over the place. Um, all Elite. I'm thinking that it is. I think it, Tony probably have the 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 um the trademark oh, for that. Wow, there's a lot of AEW trademarks that I haven't even seen on TV. Oh yeah, AEW Wrestle Dream. What's that? Um, let's say, uh, gear, just gear having to do with all elite wrestling. So it's Wrestle Dream. Oh, pajamas. 
It's pajamas. <laughs> I guess that's coming out. There's two for... Oh, remember? Um, they have two trademarks for AEW Collision. All Elite okay. Women, Fight Forever, AEW Together. Wow, that's like WWE, right? Together, Forever, all mm -hmm. that. That's their charity organization gear. Like t-shirts for their charitable organization. Um, wow, they've they've really blood and guts. Yeah, a lot. Inner circle. Yeah. That that <laughs> uh, inner circle. They would never get back together. No. No. Speaking of where's Ortiz or Santana? So I saw something um about him uh, recently. Uh -huh. I think he said he likes being able to come and go. Something like that. Just uh, as far as his, he's still signed with AEW. Um, he's still under contract according to um, different Fightful Select. Okay. And he's still being paid. He was injured. Um, so the contract expiring was never con confirmed. Um but I think it's coming up in September, so we'll see what happens. But he's, uh, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, what else was he? Where else is he going to go? Or what else is he going to do? I, I know he had some exciting matches with um, the Octopus um, from Ring of Honor. Tell for Santana, I think a WWE give him a good gimme. LWO, right? Yeah. That's what I think. You were you right know? about that. I didn't like the LWO coming back, but man, if you look at their t-shirt sales, because you said that's what it should be about. It's huge. Their t-shirt. It is. Mm -hmm. And it's a positive thing. You know, I, I smile when they come out now. It's fun. <laughs> it's it's like a good I don't know. But um yeah, AEW is, you know, it there's just so much negativity around it. Like the WNBA season started yesterday right and i was so looking forward to it but i'm a huge becky hammond fan and she was suspended two games and they won't disclose different she she challenges the accusations against her and it just kind of made me not interested what I, happened you know um dirica uh the player f who was on their team she's the captain she becky hammond coaches the las vegas aces and Dierka Hambry was one of their players, and they traded her to um, Los Angeles, and they got three players in return. And it turns out that the league hired some independent prosecutors to investigate because Hambry had said that she was traded because she was pregnant. And um, the Aces were like, well, she wasn't fired. She was traded. She's still in the league, and she's back playing. And then uh, they're saying that uh, Becky Hammond made an, a comment to her about her pregnancy that was not within their respect rules. And Becky Hammond says, um, you know, the, the investigation cited emails and text messages. I've never sent emails. Um, every, all the text messages were, were fine. I've never said anything disrespectful. 
And the investigators, they didn't interview a single player who was on the team last year. They didn't interview anybody. Um, so the, the league said recently that they're just trying to send a message about respect. But, you know, it's all over social media were these terrible stories about Becky Hammond. How dare she question anybody about being pregnant, which she hasn't even said anything about that. So it just made me kind of down on the WNBA. Mm. And when you turn on social media for AEW, and it's the CM Punk soap opera, and it's especially the Thunder Rosa things, because we're supposed to get behind the women's division, but this Thunder Rosa, fans are like calling it bullying against her, and I can see that. There's just so much negativity. It's a bit exhausting before you even turn on the television. You know what I mean? So what are they going to do with Thunder Rosa going to be the only female there, and I think Jay got to be there because it's going to be on TNT, right? So I guess, um, oh no, Jay not going to be she TBS. So I guess, um, like that even the, matters, right? They call the it TNT the TBS. The TNT champion Warlow, I guess Warlow going to be over there. He get along with Punk, I guess he do, right? So he's going to be, right? It'll so, be interesting because if they do a brand extension. It'll be very clear, like, if Punk's on a show and the Bucks are on the other, I'm, I'm more inclined to watch CM Punk. If if Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa are on one show and the other show is Soraya and and um, and uh, Ruby Soho spray-painting, you know, Willow Nightingale, I'm more likely to watch, uh, you know, Jade Cargill, right, mm-hmm. and Thunder Rosa. I don't know if this is going to work out the way some of these people think it's going to work out. Well, I tell you this: this is well. Does all right? So, collision. Does that mean um the 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 young bucks? They are right. Mm-hmm. Does that mean they backstage and and writing do and and backstage for collision as well? They're EVPs. They're not just talent. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. That's a really good question because you'd think they should be right. Right. Um. So. Like what? Yeah. Is, what? Is, how does that work here? So they don't work on they 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 show they they only EVPs for the 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 dynamite. So that's who they EVP are. So that doesn't change. They they their, their titles haven't changed yet. Oh well, mm-hmm. well, it's not like it won't change, right? So so you know what do you do here? What does Renee Paquette goes on um collision too or or no, like? What do we do here? I'd say she'd be on everything, probably. But they also have um, Lexi Nair, who's engaged to Big Bill. So she might be okay. on one of those shows exclusively. The, the announced teams, do we, do, does Excalibur be on one? I hope Excalibur's only on Dynamite. I and agree. Let, and let Jim Ross and let Jim Ross and Tony do Collision on Saturdays. Please, and please, I agree let, with you. Let everyone else do, let Excalibur and um, Taz let them have, you know, let them have Wednesday nights. Please give us Jr. and um, you know, whoever, Jr. and some Tony. people really like the Big Show when his announce work on on Dark or Elevation right. sometimes. So but you don't need a three man booth though. You don't need a three man booth. Well, now that they're getting yeah. rid of Elevation and Dark, um, you know, which is too bad because actually some of their better, more interesting women matches were on Elevation and Dark. 
But, yeah, but it's not transitioning on Taylor until to the main roster because the people that's coming from that used to that that does well on dark or elevation, they come on um, dynamite and start losing automatically. Like Nightingale and Sky Blue and all those guys, all those other females, they 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 keep losing every week. You're right. Like, why do I care about them? Why should I? You know. No, it's look. They're women division. We've talked about it. They need their own booker, because um, it's 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 bad. It's a mess. And I only really care about Jade Cargill. I like Thunder Rosa's music and her promos, and that she's very tough. There was a great the twins tag team they had on, but they work for NWA Power, and they were better than half the people on. Right. So, you know, they're just interested in building people like. You know, fans are behind Julia Hart. We all love mm-hmm. her entrance, and, and she's doing well. And um, I, mean, yeah. I mean, this is this is the time to get Mercedes Monet. Yeah, and you might say Mercedes Monet might need it. You know, like a little bump. You know, she's yeah. she's done great with with what she's doing in Japan because the fact that even fans who don't like it, they're saying, oh, who's going to watch that match? Well, you just mentioned there's a match. You never would have talked about there being like some of these Joshi matches going on, you know? So she does, she's done great. It would, you know, but if she comes to, she's friends with Soraya, I believe too. But she and- I remember that she did that drop kick to Soraya's back and that was mm-hmm. not good. That was not good at all. Mm-hmm. Man, that was brutal. You brought that memory right. back to me. Yeah, man. I mean, it's got to call for what it is. So, what's your thoughts on Dynamite this week? I mean, I, I mean, Orange Cassidy, of course. You know, Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, you know, they're beating up on the elite again. And did they explain Jungle why Don Perry defeats Roosh? You know, so <laughs> yeah, Jungle Boy. Um, Darby and, Sa- and Sammy Guevara t- teamed up with each other. I don't know why. And yeah, just, you know, they just at odds with each other. But did they explain why Don Callis turned? I didn't get. I didn't see that. No, no, he was supposed to have done some promo, and um, just uh, he he was on the. Um, he did talk about it. Um, no, it just wasn't. Uh, gosh, I must have missed it too. Nobody's well, talking about it. I know that. So I don't really. Well, the big thing on AEW this week was the Blackpool Combat Club of my boy, Willa Utah, Danielson, uh, Moxley, and uh, and and uh, Claudio. They was beating the hell out of the of the Omega again, but here come the Young Bucks. And then my man Hangman came out. His old music came back, and they fighting. The Blackpool Combat Club. I guess that's the match we're getting at double or nothing. You excited, big man? You know, I know you are. You're mostly excited about the music, him getting his same music back. Um, I I am. By the way, um, I did I did find what he said, and I know why I missed it. It was right after the um, Ricky Starks, Jay White kind of scenario. So I just went to the kitchen, took a break for a few so what he said was everybody wants to hear why i did what i did to kenny omega but instead i'm going to talk about what kenny omega did there was only one victim in this scenario and it's not kenny it's me without me there is no kenny 
then Kenny tries to attack him and and that was it. So like I said, he didn't really explain anything. So, uh, so you're excited, uh, the elite back together, and I know you were you were always a big fan of Hangman before I was yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you were favorite. a big fan of Hangman and Kenny Omega as a tag team when I wasn't yes, a I fan was. of that at all. So Yep. Yes I am. So you're and I'm a the fan right of, of history. Yep, you know, Philip Willa, Utah. Oh my Beck. gosh, I can't look at you the same way again now. To it's going to be a great match, and I hope I don't know who they plan to win, and I hope I anarchy. It's going to be anarchy. Anarchy in a, in a. I don't know how this is going to work without Jericho. I know, right? It's it's. Uh, it's a good Jericho taking Jericho's taking on Adam Cole, baby. What is it? At double well, or nothing. Yeah, well, he's already lost to uh, Roddy. Roddy, <laughs> yeah. Roderick Strong. So. Yeah, man. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. Did you like this week a dynamite? It was, you know, I didn't like. Look, I'll just, you know, be honest. I didn't like Big Bill losing, so that already put a bad taste in my mouth to begin with. I didn't like Roosh losing. Um, when does he win? Those guys always lose. Shoot. Because, you know, it's like we talked about, it's like some of the favorite things we like to watch, you don't expect to, but when it's happening, I love Roosh and Preston Vance. Uh, seeing Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt, I mean, I loved when FTR pushed uh, Satnam Singh off the, bal- off the ramp to start their fight this week, and Karen Jarrett was there. Um, you know, it's... There's certain, you know, who doesn't get any kind of push and who is, it's, it's so glaring, you know, it's so glaring. It's, um, so no, I didn't, I wasn't huge on, on this at all. Um, because again, I'd rather like if you can have whatever main event you want on dynamite, if I get a Twitter alert that something about CM Punk, I'm turning off that and I just want to see what's happening with CM Punk, you know? It's overshadowing the show. What's your Did thoughts you like on Raw? This, yeah, no, I thought it was okay. I like. I'm lying. I like the the last part. I love the last part um, with the Blackpool Combat Club. I'm very into that, you know, program, so to speak. And uh, I'm glad Hangman, you know, they brought Hangman back. And um, so we're gonna have a great match with these two, with these four, these eight individuals, man. Um, I don't so even I'm know what's that. What is the motivation for the feud between the Elite and the Blackpool Combat Club? Uh, they didn't really do any promos <laughs> to explain that. To I be honest, no they, were just, they were just a bunch of Moxley jumping on, on them and beating them up and stuff. And, you know, so it wasn't, you know, they didn't have That's any it, promos right? on it. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have promos on it. But it's good, it doesn't though. Matter. Wow. You don't have to have it, right? You don't. Yeah, I don't need an origin story. I just thought it was like interesting because when Moxley and especially Daniel Bryan wants to be a jerk, that's all the excuse you need. If Daniel Bryan takes the mic and wants to pick on somebody, there's your feud, right? So right. Yeah. It's um, very old school when you think about it. That's very old school. Well, I like it. Uh, I like this. So you know, double or nothing. Are you gonna see double or nothing? Yes, I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm I'm interested in that match, and I'm interested in, unlike you, the Paul Pillars match. <laughs> I'm not interested in that. Who do, do you think MJF is gonna win? 
Um, it seems that way, but uh, if they if they was to shock us, that wouldn't bat. That and if Darby was to get the belt a week or two and then lose it back, you know, wouldn't be too. That wouldn't be too shabby, neither or Jungle Boy. But I don't know. But Darby should get it. And, and is Orange is Orange Cassidy jumping the shark if he wins the twenty man battle royal against him for his title? Um. Yeah. And is Jade Cargill going to lose her first match to Taya Valkyrie? No. You don't think so? Okay. No. She already done beat her. Why would she beat her? If that was going to happen, it was going to happen. It should have happened the first time. They going to make Jade go to 100. Because they try to get her to 50, 62. They got her to 60 by having to beat two, two different competitors. So they going to try to get right. her to 100. And I don't mm. know who. I don't know if there's a, a woman created on God's green earth that can beat Jay Cargill. <laughs> if you could choose anybody, any woman wrestler, any company that you think this that would be great, who would it be? Well, we done lost already. I was going to put Deanna Perrazzo, but she done lost already mm-hmm. on to, to Mercedes Martinez on, on Dynamite, and it wasn't a really a good match. But um, that's who I would say. It would have been great for Naomi. Not that I like Naomi more than Jay, but that would have been. I don't know. Naomi's the person to do that. Sasha Banks, um, Mercedes Monet, that one could, that could work. Oh, their mic, their their promo feud would be great. Right, that, that could work. That could work. I think a few with them could work. Um, really? Just wondering. Yeah. Um, some sad news. Um, superstar Billy Graham died. Um, this yeah. past week. Unfortunately, your thoughts on the superstar? Um, I couldn't believe he was only 79 years old. You know, um, for younger people listening, that might sound old. But Brooklyn Mahler, for as long as he's been around, didn't you think he was a little older than that? I did. Honest? Yeah. Couldn't believe it. 79 years old. Um, what... Um, and it seemed like he was going to live forever, which is funny to say, strange thing to say about somebody who was has as many health problems as he did. But it was in the late 80s or mid to late 80s where we would see him tell kids, don't do steroids. I did them. I'm going to die anytime. Like he's been talking about dying for like 30 years exactly. because of steroids. And he just seemed to to keep going now. Obviously, this time, you know, he passed away. There were a lot of problems, um, a skull and ear infection. He had lost a lot of pound, a lot of weight. He had kidney and lung problems. He had multiple organ failure. Um, his birthday is May 17th. He would have made 80 years old, but he's on life. He was on life support. He had cancer. He had all kinds of problems. My in my family growing up, my mom was really the disciplinarian. My dad was always at work, came home, watched the news, um, and wrestling. But he had one rule. He always has one rule. Um, and I'm lucky. He's st- my parents are still with me, of course. So um, he still has this rule. Um, your top five wrestlers of all time, number one has to be Bruno San Martino. Number two has to be superstar Billy Graham. The other three can be anybody you want. So I kind of grew up hearing that. Um, Superstar Billy Graham influenced 
Jesse the Body Ventura. Ventura says he became a wrestler because he saw Superstar Billy Graham influenced Hulk Hogan. Um, I first really saw him when he returned to WWF. Remember managing Morocco? Don Morocco. And him, he even had him. some matches. Who took him out? Who was it? Was it uh, Butch Reed and uh, One Man Gang, or who was it? I think that it was. Ended his comeback. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because he remember he was on his on his comeback trail, and remember he was he was doing his um his training and stuff like that, and he came out with the bald head. That's the first yes. time I was introduced introduced to superstar Billy Graham. Um, right, and then young. they show the old pictures. I'm like, wait, that's the same guy. That's the same. Like, guy. He looks so totally different. <laughs> totally different. And then you see pictures of him in Memphis. <laughs> it's like, right. But yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, it was Butch Reed, and it was One Man Gang. But when he did that comeback, I remember him at the um, Slammy Awards when he Hulk Hogan took the cane and broke it, and they posed together. Um, he was he was cool, superstar Billy Graham, and and I remember. Uh, one of my favorite matches of his that I saw on tape is in Japan, and he's against, I don't think it was, I'm not going to say who I think it was, but it was a famous Japanese wrestler. I don't think it was Inoki. Bell rings, Graham kicks him in the stomach, puts him up in a body vice, walks over to the ropes, throws him out of the ring. And it struck me so much because I was like, man, we see wrestlers dive out of the ring. They look like swans. It's so graceful. There is something about seeing a big 300-pounder being dumped out of the ring like a car crash. Mm-hmm. Like, it's even more effective. And my dad swears he saw this. He saw Billy Graham throw somebody into the post outside, and it broke the post. Mm. So I don't know if that was gimmicked or not, but he he says he swears he saw it. I, I wouldn't doubt him. Um, so he was just a legend. He's... When you talk about the Mount, the most influential wrestlers of all time, he's there. You have super, you have Gorgeous George. Some people would probably say, also say um, a fat, classy Freddie Blassie, um, superstar Billy Graham. These days, you'd probably say Chris Jericho because so many of the younger wrestlers kind of imitate him. Um, but your thoughts about the superstar? Yeah, I mean, that, that 70, 1970s WWF, it was, had, because I watch a lot of Coliseum home videos, right? Oh, yeah. And then, like I said, recently I was watching him against Bruno San Martino, and there's no W. The ropes, it looks like, the ropes don't look like they're really tight and they're really loose. Oh. Right? And, like they, <laughs> and the turnbuckles, are done, they look like it doesn't, it has no, no, no WWF insignia, no logos, no nothing. It's just like a regular, like a, like, it's like a, um, like an independent show, <laughs> yeah. uh, with WWF, um, and you know he has a lot of um, charisma. You know, something that you you didn't see. He had, they say he's the first one to have the the muscular build mm-hmm. of like the the godlike build of Zeus or something like that. Right, the godlike punk. because Rocky Johnson had like the bodybuilder look, right. Graham Pusky, had like the what became the Arnold look, you know. Right, and Ivan Pusky too much power, but yeah. this guy, he was big. He had the mm-hmm. blonde hair. He had the tie dye shirts. He was loud. Um, he was he, charismatic. He could he could rhyme. He could say things. He could talk. Oh, he said some crazy. You look back at some of those interviews. There's a lot of double entendres and innuendos. 
there. Exactly. And he said he said then, in one interview, um, what you see is huge and what you can't see is huger. <laughs> oh man. And and so he and so he he was a great hill. Um and um, you know, back in the seventies. I didn't teach him in the seventies. Again, when I was introduced to him when when I first started wrestling was in eighty, like eighty seven, eighty eight. That's when he made it when he had the ball head look and getting he was still jacked, don't get me wrong, and he had a few matches on superstars here and there. But he did some commentary and he you know, he could he could say the jack. He he had the 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 the, the gift of, of gab, so to speak. And yeah, he talked about steroids and stuff. Um and he you know it's crazy, big man. Mm-hmm. Superstar Billy Graham, 79. We used to think he was older than that. He looked about 40 back in 87. Yeah, actually, he was he was 43, 44 in 87. He looked like he was in his 50s or 60s, actually. Right. Like 50s, at least. And he was having so. issues after. But he kept surviving. That's right. He, it, he, he would go on like Arsenio Hall and say, I'm going to die. And every year, mm-hmm. you kept thinking. And it that was like 30 years ago. You know, what, I mean. Was most of his his issues from drinking or steroid use? He says steroids. He was did he, he was a very healthy guy other than steroids. Yeah. Did he stop using steroids after his run? That's like a great question. He says did he, he did. Stop? He talked okay. about being against it, but whether that meant, you know, I mean, he he was on tons of medication anyway for to all his honest, health issues. So. But look, but look at it though, big man. He outlasted a lot of other wrestlers from our great, from our great golden era, the the Mr. Perfect, the Rick Roots, Baby Boy Smith, so everybody that you know that we grew up watching that that lost, unfortunately, like our greatest Andre. He outlived a lot of them. He did. He did. He outlived, you know, Eddie Guerrero, obviously. I mean, yes, he outlived a lot of wrestlers. For him to have so many health issues going back, so he outlived. He basically had a full life. I don't know how, you know, comfortable it was, but he had a a full life. I mean, he hasn't been seen in a WWE ring for for a long time, but man, you know, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, he was a, he was a evangelist as a teenager. Mm-hmm. He would do feats of strength while he was preaching. That's where they say he, you know, as a wrestler, he would he started using brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Yep, that's Hogan and, took it from him. Yeah. Yeah. He had that all that that talk to Jack. Hogan stole a lot of his his his, his mannerism and his talking uh his verbiage. Hogan took a lot yeah. of that, you know? Yeah, probably most of it. To be yeah. Honest. There's pictures of superstar Billy Graham putting his hand to his ear in the middle of the ring while he's yeah. posing. Mm-hmm. So. Star Billy Graham was and, and his time before the wrestling boom. I think if Superstar Billy Graham was, if he was 10 years too early, if he was 10 years later, he could have been just as big. He would have been Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. And, um, yeah, he could do both. He could do great. He could be a heel. He could be a baby face. He could do both. Um, Yeah, man, such such great talent. And your father is, is right. I mean, Bruno, in the 70s, if you watch wrestling from the 70s, 1970 to, to 1980, you know, Bruno San Martino and superstar Billy Graham, probably two of the, and Dusty Rhodes, along with Dusty Rhodes, 
two of the biggest, three of the biggest stars in, in the seventies, along with Harley Race. You know. Yeah, yeah, and the different, like with you know those names you mentioned. Also, they weren't just. You know, you walk up to like a pro wrestler today and you're a fan and, and you say something like it's fake. Yeah, they'll probably beat you up. They could if they wanted to. An average person. Bruno and Graham, like pro athletes or like people wouldn't, pro athletes wouldn't walk up to them. You know, Bruno San Martino used to tell people, get any pro athlete you want and I'll meet him in the ring anybody because he was like one of the strongest men in the world like legitimately in contests so that was a different time and and it was just oh superstar billy graham yeah superstar billy graham a legend and he legend. influenced influenced a lot of people you know like you said earlier and Had some crazy um, interviews in the end <laughs> that's all water under the bridge. yeah yes his feud but, with uh his feud with uh the new day off camera right oh yes oh Yep, he did, but he just spoke from 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 his old thinking of wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it was and, it was about size. That's really you know. And to be honest with you, W he knew that because WWE they knew that him being um being squashed by Brock Lesnar was already talked about before he won the belt. You know, so isn't that such so. a great point? Because when he when Graham said that, everybody was furious. Well, how did he lose the belt? <laughs> he got squashed in seconds. It was a great moment. But see, that's the thing about it. It was a great moment. You can't take that moment away from Kofi, right? No, you can't. You, you can't. can't. That. And that's, can't. Uh, and, and that's, that's, what, one that's what we want to see. You know, and, we and see. Exactly. And that's why they should have had Cody go over Roman. You could have had Roman beat him later yeah, on, a week sure. later. You know, they did that with the Texas Tornado and Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect beat Mr. Perfect at SummerSlam. But later on, on, on Challenge, Wrestling Challenge, the million dollar man, they stacked the decks against him. Um and and um Texas Tornado lost the belt back to Mr. Perfect. So you can always, you know Yeah, but we will always re- we can remember move by move that match from SummerSlam when Tornado won. Like that right. was just it was only like six minutes. That's the shocking part, isn't it? Like yeah. oh, that was such a and some of my favorite announcing when Perfect has Tornado in the row in the corner, and he's slapping him in the face. He says, "You're in the ring with Mr. Perfect, Intercontinental Champion." And McMahon says, "The Texas Tornado is not fighting back. He's doing nothing." Hot Rod and Piper says, "Some people can take it. Whether he can take it or not, we'll see." And then he just walks up behind him, is like, "He can take it." (laughs) Yep. And then he hit him with the discus punch, and Mr. Perfect did a discus split spin in the air. One of the sold the hell out of that shit. And, um, it was the was uh, it, the catapult. His head hit the post, mm-hmm. caught him in the iron claw, discus punch. Yeah, that was it. So, um, yeah, man. But um, uh, WWE this week, um, basically yep. what was going on in Bloodline is you know um, they met Roman mad at the Usos, um, mm-hmm. and um, every um, and um, Kevin Owens Imperium wants the belts yeah. from Kevin Owens. And because um, Paul Heyman, you know, spoke with um, Judgment Day and Imperium, Judgment mm-hmm. Day defeated um, Kevin Owens and, and Sammy this week with the help of Imperium. Imperium mm-hmm. gets a title shot next week, um, and then on SmackDown, um, and uh, Roman Reigns told the Usos, you know, basically, you know, uh, when he, when he, when they had the um, a face to face with Sammy and and Kevin, 
the Usos came and jumped him, and Roman's mad at, at them for doing so. That wasn't, the plan. that wasn't right. the plan, Brooklyn Mahler. I mean, what, what do you expect? <laughs> he he bumped Solo by mistake, and Solo looked at him, and then he just got like he was scared of Solo, and then he said yeah. the Usos home. Yeah. The Usos lose to the LWO. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because, that's of, what because of Sammy and, uh, and KO. KO. Right. And then, um, so, and then my boy Karrion Cross basically wants, he, he wants AJ Styles, um, you know, so I guess TikTok for AJ Styles. Um, they always put Karrion in these on the outside of other feuds. Like, it's so interesting. Like, it right, yeah. Sense. So it looks like he's going to cost AJ Styles the belt. I think it, two things should happen this week in Saudi Arabia. I think that Roman and Roman and, and um, Solo should win the belts. That's one. And I think AJ the World Heavyweight Championship. Really? And Seth can always win it back. They can have a, a return match. And then Seth, you know, the return match, Karrion Cross can cost him the, the match and then they can go into a feud with each other. Um, but I think, because everyone knows it's a foregone that Seth is going to win the match and I want to say something different. But we'll see. I can see that. And Saudi Arabia is the place to do something unexpected. On, you know, kind of off. I, I agree with that. I do have a question for you about the bloodline. I was really wanting yeah. to know what you were going to say. Sami Zayn did an interview like two weeks ago where he said he basically is out. His storyline with the bloodline is over. And he says that's how it's been explained to him. It was a great run, but that's over now. Do you feel, because I felt this way, but you know I'm kind of a hater in a lot of ways. I'm negative about WWE sometimes. The segment with Roman in the ring with Sammy and KO, it felt like just a callback to try to get some of the juice back to the storyline. I think um, so. Yeah, it didn't. It felt like uh, the bloodlines, it's getting a little getting stale. A Let's have Sammy come back in the ring with him, you know? I mean, yeah, I know they're going to have the match and everything, but... And and also Sammy, we talked about this before, as Sammy as the crusader and the good guy giving, you know, talking smack, it's not the Sammy that was viral, right? I mean, I didn't think his promo was very good, actually, no. talking to. You it, agree? It, I agree, and it hurts everybody. I think they can get, I think they can get it back if, if Sammy Zayn helps the Usos. If, if Sammy Zayn becomes a a Uso, and they, I mean, starts to help the Usos and becomes a, a, a Uso that way, and then they go against Roman Reigns, I think that can get it back that way. Because the thing was the Usos with Sammy, right? And then, mm -hmm. so I think they have some more they can do if it's done right, right? So, yeah. Would they make but, him the chief? I'm, they could do that, but. It's not the um, but, same as if they didn't break it up in the first place, though. It did lose a They shouldn't bit. have, but have, yeah. I understand why they did it, um, mm -hmm. but they shouldn't have. And, I mean, they I understand good, why Russia invaded Ukraine, but they shouldn't do it. You know? They got, they got a good moment. Listen, they got a good moment out of that, though, at WrestleMania night one. So they got a good match and a good, a good moment. And night two, they didn't get a good moment. So if they hadn't did that, yeah. they wouldn't have got You know, could have been yeah. far worse. You know, we'll, I mean, I've never, I, very few Cody going to the ring was special. 
There's it very was. few on that level. That was him going to the ring was yes. equal to Hulk Hogan leaving the ring after a huge WrestleMania win. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Um, it, you felt felt it, and they they really ruined that moment. I don't think they can get that moment back. Recreate. Can that you moment think of back. a better ring entrance to a WrestleMania main event? Like I can, when, but that was a good one. You can. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the crowd, I, like what? What? Stone Cold, it, Stone Cold, and and the Astrodome. That one was good. Oh, that was Hulk recent, Hogan. right? Hulk Hogan and um, Munch and WrestleMania 18, and oh, um, The Rock. Yeah, that was a great one. You That's could feel true. the The Rock WrestleMania 28 when he first came back against John Cena. Those people went. Wow. If you felt you the really, electricity, you really could name it. Yeah, you really <laughs> do know. You know, you felt you could feel it, like my God, The Rock is coming to fight John Cena first. Once in a lifetime, like before they did it twice again. I you know. know it was, I just felt yeah. it like it's like this is gonna be some stuff. Um, Benoit at WrestleMania 20, when he was like, it was his time. Like it was, it was you know certain things. Um, you know, you know. So you know, um, I can name a few. So you know. Oh, good <laughs> for you. You're right. You know? I stand corrected. Especially, oh, Brian yeah. Danielson. Oh yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian Danielson, the WrestleMania 30 against the first match against Triple H, and you know if he wins, he gets the title, get put in a ti- um, title ma- match. You know, so. And by the way, Triple- since I claim, you're you're exactly right. What were we about to say about Triple H? I'm about to say Triple H, um, you know the King of Kings when when he was with um the when he had Sasha um be, um who was Sasha it was Sasha um Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. Um, when he was his king, and that was WrestleMania 30 as well. But yeah, gave you goosebumps. But yeah, man, that what you about to say? I was just gonna, um, since we uh, we were critical of Sammy's mic work and just that segment, it was just kind of trying to recapture something that's not really there anymore. Um, the other thing was, dude, they're letting Cody do those long interviews again, <laughs> promos again, yeah. and it wasn't. It was that felt like his AEW promo. They're trying to fill time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're trying to fill time, but um, listen, WWE made a... How's your face? That was funny. He made a mis- they made a mistake. They should have he should have won that that match. Won. Um and they didn't. So we gotta move on from that, I guess, and you know, and see what happens, you know. Um, he can't win now he can't he's in a he's in a tough situation because he can't win the belt, he can't win the world heavyweight title. Because they no. look down on him for, for winning a title, which is crazy. Um, because at the end of the day, if they was going to do this, what they should have did was just have Sammy go against Roman at WrestleMania and then put this belt so Cody can win this belt. But uh, instead of having him lose or have him lose by disqualification, but you have him get pinned in the ring. But <sighs> I think now I don't know, man. Other news in that? WWE. Okay. Uh, Okay, what were you about to say? No, I was just going to say, when they have, like, Night of Champions, I've always thought, because some other companies have had Knights of Champions, it would it would be really cool if only people with belts can be in it, and it's kind of like, you know, like a big deal, like the, the whatever, how, however they do it. So it's kind of like a mad dash, like you'd see, like, superstars who don't have a belt trying to get, like, the, the most minor belts or something like that, because you get, like... Kind of like the Golden League for track and field. But right. You were saying? 
And other notes, um, Raquel Gonzalez and Liv Morgan had the they um vacated the the tag team championship because Liv Morgan is hurt. What do you think of the people are saying those tag team titles are just cursed? The women's <laughs> tag team titles are cursed. Well, they want to give it to they want to give it to Ronda and 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 um, Shayna, but Shayna Ronda 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 is hurt. So and they say Ronda was supposed to get vacation right um, coming up, but right. So, so she wants to have another baby. They saying she does. What, oh, they say so. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if Shayna Ronda gets the belt, they have to have good. St- I, to be honest with you, they need something to spice it up, and they need to put like Lacey Evans against Ronda or something, two hills against each other and go from there. Lacey Evans, she is capable of doing so much. Um, I agree, and I I do feel like it seems like Ronda has a lot of pull, and it's kind of like you have to protect people from themselves. It's like, yeah, I know, Shayna, you want to win the titles with her and help her, but we the best way to help her is if you're as strong as you can be. You know? Exactly. And you know, yeah, you wanted Liv Morgan to win the titles, so you said behind before your big match, I want to lose it to her. Yeah, but you know, you just you know, there's they messed her up by putting in telling her she needed to do 10 minute promos when that's not her thing nah. I just she's I hate seeing fans say she's the worst wrestler in the women's division which is she's not bad. true when she starts she's doing those smooth judo moves mm-hmm. and floating over and we've seen enough wrestlers who are amateur and also judo practitioners to know that she's special on top of that because they can't do what she does you know so I said they should use Ronda like Jay Cargill and oh. have her wrestle matches here and there and you know give her a mouthpiece, you know what I'm saying? Or let Shayna be her mouthpiece. But you know that would be that's a great idea. And do you know what one of the smartest things AEW did with Nyla Rose was how in the beginning she kept getting suspended. Like, remember she kept putting her opponent through a table, then she'd be suspended for, like, three weeks. She'd come back, she'd do it again. Yeah, th- there's all kinds of creative ways you can keep somebody as an attraction, you know? Well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that, baby, because I don't know, but um, the, they still can, you know, salvage that, but... Um, I agree. Uh, it's gonna take some work because right now the women right now there's no woman in WWE right now is being booked. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Rhea Ripley, but but Rhea they got her fighting with the men, you know. And Ronda isn't that why she's so big though? Because she's in the men's storylines. But she's that's small. why we know who Precious is. That's why we know who Elizabeth is. That's why we that's some of our biggest memories of Sensational Sherry because it's the main cast. You know, yeah, I mean, there's two big matches they can have right now. I think four, yes, three big matches they can have. They can have Ronda versus Bianca Belair, that hasn't happened, Ronda versus mm. Rhea Ripley, and you can go Mommy Ronda Rousey. I mean, Mommy Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Those are the two matches you can get. Yeah. Out of those, those three men, those, those three matches. Um, so if they focused on those people that you just mentioned, this would be like the highlight, the heyday of the Impact Knockouts division. They did. They speak. They 
they do it on Bianca. Bianca doesn't lose, and I think that's a problem. Uh, I, I agree. And she needs to lose the belt and go away for a little while and try to chase the title again for a little while and um, have some secondary feuds. Does she, does she need to be in something with her husband? Since they've mentioned it so many times and everybody now knows, should she be moved more into like a man kind of storyline? Men's? If they, if they, let's say they move, if they move um, Montez Ford away from Dawkins and he's a single star, I think they can, I think they can do something like Sherry and Shawn Michaels if you want to make mm-hmm. them a hell, and um, or something like Andrade and um, Lena Vega, but to the to the tenth power, because they both, because she's 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 strong and she's big and she, and I, they both athletes. So I think like her being at ringside with him and you know helping him win his matches, winning his keeping his title and stuff like that for a few months, you know, I think that can work, you know, but I don't know. I still have China over uh, over uh, mommy. I know people I online it. are saying that she's bigger than Ma- China was. No, she's not. Not yet. Well, China when she first came out, she attacked Marlena. That was some scary oh. stuff. Oof! And she did bruise her hip, her ribs, and and she, and Marlena said, "I told her to. I told her to shake the crap out of me." But it was, you know, the difference is when China got in the ring, you didn't know even against a man, you didn't know what was going to happen. Rhea Ripley puts her face up to them and smiles, and it's just daring them. But it, they're not going to hit her back, you know. That's right. They're not going to hit her, no, because no. they're too big. But I understand where they're going with that, and they're trying to, and they're doing a good job with 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 building her. So you yeah. can't fool them for that, you know. I can't help it that they they messed up with her when they had her lose to Charlotte Flair a couple of years ago. But they try, they did a good job of trying to rebuild rebuilding her back up. And she's even though she's small, she's smaller. She's like five seven. Like Charlotte's bigger than her. You That's know. crazy when you say that. It's true. But at the end of the day, you know, people can talk about, I know people on Twitter were like saying, oh, it's brilliant storylining with the bloodline and the blah, blah, blah. It's so funny how with WWE, so many of these things are basic comedy, right? Mommy and Dominic is funny. Oh, yeah. Sammy and the bloodline was funny. You know, you got to know what your calling cards are. Exactly. Entertainment. Well, big man, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, no, thank you for having me and everybody listening. I hope you have a great week. All right. This has been the State of Wrestling, the Power Drive Report. Watch WOW, everyone. Watch WOW. 11 yes, o'clock. Yes, you won't regret it. 11 p.m. Check your local listings. All right, big man. We'll see you guys next week. Most definitely. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.